0: Welcome to the P4C Podcast. We are excited to reshare with you the last 12 years of teaching through God's Word at Passion for Christ Summit. Each week, the P4C Podcast delivers rich truths for your life, and we know you will be blessed. Our current series is from P4C 2017, Resolved, Why the Reformation Matters Today. We now continue with part two from last week's message. We hope you are encouraged and challenged.
1: Now the third verse says, I am resolved to follow the Savior, faithful and true each day. Heed what he saith; Do what he willeth. He is the living way. Follow the Savior. This must be a daily, ongoing relationship with Christ. We must know his word. We must know his will. Heed what he says. We cannot heed what he says if we don't know what it says. And I'm telling you, I just get around people and I deal with people. It's their opinion or it's what makes them feel good or it's what someone told them. You test the spirits. You go to the scripture and heed what the scripture says. Not, you know, the little saying says, follow your heart. I don't want to follow my heart. Mm -mm. It will get me in deep trouble. Heed what he says stay in the word and stay under sound teaching um as we are we resolve to take every aspect and i mean every aspect of our lives and filter it through the word of god i don't think we are and i'm guilty of this too you know it's 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 easy to just How we feel in the moment. And I'm going to tell you, as women, we got a lot more going on there than sometimes the men, you know. We're very emotional creatures. We're very um, easily (laughs) upset or stirred. And some of us more than others. And I'm one of those more than others. But every, I just want to challenge you because of the day we're in, gals. I see it every day. Michelle, my daughter-in-law, we talk about this all the time. And we're not talking about badly. We are grieved in our hearts that we don't spend more time, that we're not resolved to say, and I'm not saying you got to get in the Bible if you think you got to go to the store or what clothes you're going to put on that day unless you're just looking at it and you're going, yeah, I don't need to wear that or what I don't know. I'm talking about the aspects of your life that affects you Every day, spiritually, your, your decisions, where you, what, you, what God wants to do with your life, and just your relationships, you know, filter it through the word of God. Now, verse 4 says, I am resolved to enter the kingdom, leaving the paths of sin. Friends may oppose me. Foes may beset me. Still will I enter in. Um, enter his kingdom, you must be saved. You must be born again to enter his kingdom. It's, it's like Charles it's not just a one-time deal. It is walking with Christ. It is knowing that he knows you. It is believing that he alone What he did on the cross, when he shed his blood, when he calls you, the Holy Spirit has to waken us up. We cannot wait. We are dead in our trespasses and sin. Uh, This is kind of a funny illustration. It just came to me. It's not in my notes. But Charles one time was talking to this girl about this. And he said, if there was a dead man standing there, and you walked by and you had a cookie or something, he's not going to respond to that. He's dead. We cannot respond unless we cry out to the Lord, and he calls us, and we believe that it's his grace that saves us. And that's how we enter the kingdom, knowing Christ is our personal savior. Knowing that it's not what I've done, or an event, or, I mean, I grew up in a church, it's about running down to the aisle all the time, every Sunday. No. It's about... When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, I count everything about me dung, you know, horse manure. It's all Christ and only Christ. And that's, that's freeing, gals. And so it says, Friends may oppose me. I'd just like to share just a little snippet of my personal testimony. When I was 10 years old, I I really, truly believed the Lord was uh, planning a spiritual, he was spiritually awakening me. I come from a dysfunctional home. They didn't go to church. I walked to church from my house. I think I've shared a little of this in the past here. And so at 10 years old, I walked the aisle and I got baptized. And um, as I look back, I am not doubting that there was some spiritual stuff going on. But I don't think I really understood the gospel. And a lot of my friends flaked out because they put their trust in that walking the owl and saying, okay, the devil trembles and believes in Jesus that he died on the cross, okay? So later in years, God just, and sometimes I am, I was the only one in my family. that He just reached down, he called me, he saved me. He changed my life. And and sometimes there's this particular song we sing. I can't hardly sing it because I think, why me, Lord? I didn't do anything, and I didn't do anything. It was his grace, his mercy on my life to save me. Well, um, we had some... um, I started going back to church, and so we had this um, young revival... This guy came, and it was a revival and all. And at the time, I called it rededication. But what I realize now... I was lost, and I needed a savior, and I, need, I, w- I was beginning to understand the gospel, and the power of the gospel, what it can do for your life, so um, I went to this party, we always, always went to these parties, and, um, and it's kind of interesting, because I look back, and you know, I wasn't always, of course, it had nothing to do with what I was doing, it's, I was lost, but you know, I wasn't a bad, you know, rebel and doing everything they were doing, but I hung with them. But this last time, I, was, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was standing in the room and I can't, get cold. It's like everything was different. It was almost, you know, they'll turn down the lights and people are dancing and that kind of stuff. It was like this bright, I'm not saying there was this bright light, but it's like, it's like my eyes were open and nothing felt the same. Nothing. And I knew then I had to go and never look back. And I've never looked back. I lost some really special friends. But look what the Lord has given me. When I think about some of you and over the last eight years and I think about all the people that has helped in the P4C, he's given me more than what I turned my back on. But I never looked back and my own family would persecute me like I mean it was only words but you know uh, why don't you just get your clothes and go live down there if that church you're down there all the time and I thought if I could (laughs) I would let's see pastor can I live in the basement of the church (laughs) but it's okay it was okay it was hard I'm not telling you it wasn't difficult but friends may oppose me foes may beset me but guess what? I'm going to enter in the kingdom because I fall, I know Jesus Christ. And, and that's the most important thing is, you know, this is not our best life yet, as some like to say. And I, I thought if this is the best, mm, I don't, I'm not happy. You know, I'm looking forward to the best part, the good stuff, you know. So um, let's read verse 5. I mean, I'll read verse 5. Y'all don't have it. I am resolved, and who will go with me? Come, friends, without delay. Taught by the Bible, led by the Spirit. We'll walk the heavenly way. Who will go with me? If you know Christ as your Savior, who are you taking with you? Think about it. Are you taking anybody with you? Are you working on that? Are you praying about that? Um Are you investing in others and not just yourself? Are you cloistered? Are you active? Are you looking out and 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 seeing the needs around you um you won 't believe this when I tell you, but you know i'm um i've always been a real talker and always a center of attention, you know yes ever since I was a kid i I'm the party, you know. And then I married Charles, and he's quiet. But he can he get going. He's quiet. and But what he's taught me is, let's stop and listen. Because sometimes, if you listen long enough with someone, you will get their hurts. You will get their needs. And, and I tell you, Charles, our family's been through a lot of stuff, and I won't even go into all that. But what it's taught me through the trials is, Listen, you 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 just listen to that, and then you feel it, and you you don't just sympathize, you empathize. And so, who is going to go with you? Who's going to go with me? Katharina was resolved to leave falsehood of the gospel, the dead darkness that was all around her, and move towards Christ resolved to share the gospel and influence others for the gospel, opening her home. And, and their life was not a bed of roses and Martin Luther was kind of known. Of course, he traveled a lot and he gave his money away a lot and she would have to be very creative, you know, to keep the home fires burning. And, um, but they were both always influencing others for the gospel. Stop and think. What she and Martin Luther has done for us. The gospel has reached us. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Now, many were persecuted for their faith in that day. You know the stories. And some were burned at the stake. And Martin Luther went through trials. And ladies, in our culture, we have come full circle, I think, from Katrina's day. Think about it. It is no longer as it once was in our country for Christians. You know, for a long time, and I know Liz could attest to this, it used to be over there they were being persecuted. And over there, it was so dark. You know, over there. Well, it's right here. It's right here. It's around you. It's surrounding you. It's coming before you. And I guess... This, this talk just really gripped me and myself. Are we resolved? Are you ready for anything that the Lord is going to allow? And, and, and we may have revival. We may have reformation. I don't know. But I just want you to cling to that word, resolve. Are you resolved no longer to linger? Are you resolved to spread the gospel? Are you resolved to take every aspect of your life through the Word of God? Are you resolved to take a stand? And I don't mean, you know, in somebody's face or that kind of... I mean, just, hey, I'm sure many of you could get up here and talk better than me about taking a stand or going through hard times or dealing with family and and all the things that we've been talking about. But, um, and we don't know... But Charles and I have been talking a lot because we've been studying the Reformation and reading and studying books. And um, it was so dark, y'all. You know, it's sort of like the other night. I always bring my nightlight because I'm the old woman in the cabin and I'm the one that goes to the bathroom for... This is going to be on tape, isn't it? I go to the ladies' room more often than some and... So, we're in this new cabin this year, and I thought, oh, this is cool, I I didn't bring my nightlight. Well, everything was okay, because the light was on on the porch in the immediate room. But once you hit that hall, (laughs) bam, I was like, oh, my word, (laughs) I'm doing this, you know, on the door. I'm like, I can get there. It's like me and Chrissy hitting one year, the lights went out in our bathroom in another cabin. She goes, blind people do this. I can do this, you know. I can make it to the bathroom. But I don't know, most of them must have been asleep before I realized, Pam, get your cell phone and walk with it. So I'm banging into that metal. I remember once I hit that metal thing, I went, oh shoot, I'm gonna wake them up, you know, because they all kind of used to count how many times. They heard the door creak in the other cabin. <laughs> oh, there goes Miss Pan! And Liz said the other night, she said, yes, we always want to put you close to the bathroom, Miss Cavanaugh. <laughs> but y'all, that is a picture of we have all this light. We have more light. You know, we have so much light. But yet, we are headed in this country that we so cherish, is headed in that, to darkness, and darkness is, you know, you, you've seen the fog come in, and all of a sudden the fog comes in, all of a sudden you can't see, you're driving your car, and you go, like, whoa, I gotta, and it's, I just think it's so imperative, for, uh, you are the next generation, I'll be gone soon, I mean, not soon, but, you know, whenever the Lord calls me, and so I guess my heartbeat is, ladies, um, do you have resolves? When when I was um, when the Lord saved me, and he just oh man, I just started going in another direction. It was just like nine days, you know. I had a resolve, and and everybody's resolve may not be the same. I'm just sharing mine, so I'm not saying this is what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Check the scriptures. But my resolve was, I just wasn't going to date anybody that wasn't serious-minded about the Lord. So I didn't date. Of course, in my day, it was dating, and then it's, then it's been courtship. And I think it's back to dating now. You know, I don't know. It's going around and around, whatever these things are. But so I was resolved, and that was hard. And I know, ladies, it's hard for you. It doesn't matter what age you are. Relationships are difficult. And I'm 60. I'm, I'm going to be 65 in a few months. It's never easy. Relationships are hard. Um, And that's why we have to stay connected. But that resolve, I guess because I came from such a dysfunctional family, I just thought I would rather not be married than to have a dysfunctional family. So that was God. That was just God knew what I needed. And he protected me so much. And then, of course, he brought Charles. I wouldn't even look, and and here comes Charles, and the rest is history. But, um, But it was worth it. Like it was worth it worth it for me to turn my back on sin and life and, and trust Christ. It was that resolve was worth it. There are lots of resolves that you can have in your life. But the main thing I, I just want to encourage you to do that today is um, resolve to just I think the biggie is just know the scriptures. Discern correctly what the scriptures are saying. Not what you're thinking or what feels good. Look at the Scriptures. Filter your life through the Scripture. Order your life through the Scripture. And live out your life through the Scripture. And it's, we fail every day. I am, when I stand up here, I usually first say, look, I'm with you. It doesn't matter how old you get we We still have remaining sin, and we're we're always looking to Christ. We're in this journey, and you just now I can say I've come longer than y'all, y'all, but um I can tell you you will never ever regret staying in the Word, staying true, don't follow your heart, but follow christ's heart, follow his word. And order your life and it he i've just been through some real dark dark deep trials and when i look back now i'm like i don't know how i went through it but it was christ it was grace it was grace alone and faith alone that carried me through and him being right beside me and so um the refrain of this hymn is i will hasten to him Now we don't use that word that You know what it means. You get it. Hasten, glad, and free. Jesus' greatest, highest, I will come to thee. Let our resolve today be this.
0: Thank you for joining us this week. If you have questions about P4C, visit our website at p 4 Or you can email us at info at p 4 we hope you can join us next week on the P4C podcast as we dive into a new session from Passion for Christ 2017. May God bless you as you seek to passionately live for His glory each and every day.